0: So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with Alfred Edmund Jr. Welcome to
1: Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr. Each year, there are many entrepreneurs who start businesses with no real plan for actually making money. If this is you you need to listen up to today's podcast. And if it's someone you know, you need to make sure they listen too. I'll be sharing why it's critical to your money matters to focus on profitability and to have a plan for it as a business owner, even if making money is not your motivation as an entrepreneur. Plus, you'll hear from one of the top personal financial educators in America. And in my book, the undisputed number one champion, of Eliminating and Controlling Debt, Lynette Calfani-Cox. This highly sought-after speaker and media expert is the author of several must-read books, including the best-selling classic, now in its third edition, Zero Debt. Also known as The Money Coach, Calfani-Cox gives a real wake-up call about the high price we pay when we're overburdened with debt and how it is killing us, Literally. But first, so how do you actually make money? What are you selling? Who are you selling it to? And what is the amount of profit you make on each transaction? These sound like the kind of straightforward questions that any business owner could answer. However, year after year, as a veteran judge of elevator pitch and business plan competitions, I see entrepreneurs absolutely fall apart in response to these questions. Believe it or not, more than a few are actually offended that I would ask. Why would I be motivated by something as selfish as making money? I'm not greedy. I'm trying to create jobs for the community and be an inspirational role model for the kids. Okay. So every year there are entrepreneurs who start businesses with no real plan for actually making money. Some have been pushed into entrepreneurship as the income source of last resort, perhaps after being fired or laid off. They're so busy trying to survive that they never quite get around to figuring out whether they're actually making any money or not, or even if they can until it's too late. Others are so in love with their business idea, product, or service that they just assume that making money will be a natural result of their passion, hard work, good intentions, and positive thinking. Often these are the same business owners who gleefully state that their products or service have no competition. Wrong. And assume that their revenue will grow exponentially while their costs will stay flat or even decline. Also wrong. To them, the test of profitability represents the pin that could burst their bubble. A reality check to be avoided at all costs. Listen, with rare exception, the only businesses or services with no competition are the ones that nobody wants, even if they're needed. In fact, proof that your idea is viable, even if you're the first one to think of it, is that competition will seemingly come out of nowhere to feast on the market demand that you've discovered or created. So, with all due respect, cut it with the we have no competition crap. Sustained profitability is never a happy accident or the result of luck or serendipity. It only comes with intention, planning, including analysis and testing of your results in order to refine your profit-making processes. It also requires execution. If your answer to the question, how do you turn a buck, is a series of um, um well, what had happened was, or a bunch of convoluted jargon, your business concept is muddled and unclear. Trust me, bankers, investors, and other potential sources of debt or equity capital will not be impressed. A business without a profitability plan is like a race car without an engine. It might look fast, but it only goes downhill. If you can't explain in just a few easily understood sentences exactly how your business makes money, to the dollar, based on real numbers, you're probably not making any, or you won't be for long. This is why having an elevator pitch for your business is so important, not only in case you run into Michael Lee Chin or Bob Johnson on the way to the 30th floor, but so that you're crystal clear in your own head about the money-making premise of your business and how it all works. This kind of clarity is critical to keeping your business on course, and your employees, customers, and investors on the same page with your goals and vision. An entrepreneur without a profitable business will have a hard time creating jobs, being a great role model for others, or doing any of the things that successful owners of money-making enterprises can afford to do. It's hard enough to make money when you're trying your hardest, facing tough competitors, fickle consumers. And an unsympathetic economy. Can it be done without really trying? Well, it's possible, but not likely, and not for long. Better to adopt the attitude that your number one job as an entrepreneur is actually to make money. To achieve sustained success, profitability cannot be an optional exercise. You're listening to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. We'll be back in a moment. Support for Money Matters Wealthy Thinking and the following message come from State Farm, who knows that many Americans struggle with their finances and most have never been taught how to manage them. Starting today, State Farm wants to change that by giving people the tools, help, and education they need to take control of their money, putting financial well-being within the reach of everyone. Now you can find out more at letstarttoday.com State Farm, here to help life go right. And now let's hear from one of the top five personal financial educators in America, and in my book, the number one champion for eliminating and controlling debt, Lynette Calfani-Cox. She's a former financial news journalist who now teaches individuals nationwide how to better manage their money. Kalfani Cox has appeared on hundreds of TV shows, including Oprah, The Talk, Dr. Oz, The Steve Harvey Show, The Today Show, and many more. This highly sought-after speaker and media expert is also a New York Times bestselling author of several must-read books, including the classic Zero Debt now in its third edition. Aptly known as The Money Coach, Fani Cox gives us a real wake-up call about the high price we all pay when we're overburdened with debt and how debt is literally killing us.
0: Well, we're continuing to write books and to expand on so many fronts. Um, you know, I have 12 books out right now. I think my most popular one that people know is Zero Debt, um, my New York Times bestseller, and another book called Perfect Credit. You know, my latest series that's out is how to save money, cut costs, and graduate debt-free, talking about the whole, um, you know, student loan issue that's affecting so many folks. But for the fall, we'll be dropping another book called Bounce Back, which talks about financial resilience and overcoming setbacks. So I feel like so many people get, you know, kind of a one-two punch in life knocked at them, and they don't know how to recover. So we're going to be talking about how to quickly recover, we launched in 2017 MoneyCoachUniversity.com, uh, which is our online video-based learning platform. So, you know, the writing, the speaking, the media work that I do, and then, you know, expanding on the digital front. It's all, you know, keeping me and my husband, Earl, both very, very busy. So appreciate you letting me, you know, share a little bit about that at the top with the audience.
2: That serves our audience. Uh, one of the biggest things that I push both on Money Matters, our daily feature, as well as on this podcast, is that there are many, many resources out there, but we need to be proactive about accessing those resources, that financial education is very much about continuing in self-education. So you're doing us a great favor and a a great service.
0: Certainly within our community, I've always known, just like you said, But I used to say, how come they're not getting it? You know, people aren't getting it. But I had a colleague, somebody I consider a friend, actually, somewhat of a mentor. Uh, She retired um, a couple years ago. I asked her, I said, okay, so when I get to your point, and I'm just totally out of this now, and, you know, am I going to feel like, oh, this is great, we really transformed, we made an impact, and she said, well, first of all, you're already making an impact. She said, but when you get to this point, you're going to feel like it was a drop in the bucket, and I was like, oh, no, (laughs) (laughs) but then she, she went on to explain and to say that the need is so great and that, you know, we're just kind of throwing pebbles into the ocean, so to speak, and it's, you know, it has a ripple effect, and it makes an immediate impact, but then there's a wave of new consumers. There's a wave of new individuals who are growing up and aging, and they're facing the same set of circumstances. Nobody ever taught them about money management, and so, you know, whether you're talking about the retirees of today or the Pre-retirees and the baby boomers, the Gen Xers like myself, or the millennials now, you know, coming along, they need the financial guidance because, frankly, they don't learn it in school, and chances are mama and daddy didn't teach them either, or, you know, big mama. They did the best they could. They taught what they knew, but sometimes we need a course correction.
2: Well, that's why the work that you do is so important. I just speaking with a Reverend Dr. Dapar Suarez about his D-Free program. And I told them it's going to take an army of us. As you said, it's right. a never-ending, multi-generational challenge. Uh, the faster you feed people, the faster more people need to be fed. And uh, it takes all of us, uh, wherever we are, to pass on what we know, to encourage people to change their habits and behaviors so that we can see some results over the long run.
0: I think when you think about the results that are needed and how you know, much damage has been done, particularly within our community, Um, debt is one of those areas where there's always a need for more help, more advice, more information. Um, You know, we've just become such a huge nation of debtors at so many levels. And I think, however, the disproportionate impact that debt has on our lives for African Americans is so great, but a lot of people don't even realize the overall toll that debt is taking on on their lives in, in a lot of different ways, you know.
2: I agree. So let's talk about the five ways. Why don't you walk us through those five ways that debt is killing African Americans?
0: So right off the top, people probably will be shocked to hear some of this, but when I said the ways in which debt is killing African Americans, I'm not just speaking figuratively. There's recent data that suggests our debt is killing us literally. So just this month in April 2018, there was a report in the Journal of American uh, Medical Association and bottom line the data show that anybody who has a sudden or sharp loss of wealth they increase their chances of dying by 50% compared to people who are you know financially stable but even worse those who are in debt already or who have no assets or negative net worth they're 67% more likely to die than are people who are well-off financially. So, and the links are, you know, the the why behind it, there's many reasons. When you're broken in debt, you don't have the resources for proper health care. You have higher stress levels, and that's one of the things I'm going to talk about. But there's a whole host of reasons. But the bottom line is that the numbers show that literally the more deeply indebted you are, the more likely you are to suffer a premature death. And that was kind of shocking to me, the way in which they were able to quantify it. But I think it should serve as a a wake-up call for a lot of us. I mentioned stress. This is another way in which we can see how debt is killing us. You know, various researchers have linked high consumer debt to higher levels of stress, higher blood pressure, and just Worse overall general health that was something that was found, for example, in this one study called the high price of debt and So when you think about it, we know that stress is a killer already you, know? right. and is there any stress that's worse for people than financial stress, certainly relationship stress, loss of a loved one, for example, if a uh, someone you know uh and close to passes away, obviously that's you know kind of top of the list but increasingly money-related stress is a huge challenge for so many folks in the country and especially for African Americans.
2: The relationship stress is often the result of financial stress and vice versa. Correct. And often Mm -hmm. when you lose a loved one, if you're not uh, in good financial health, the loss of that loved one makes the aftermath even more stressful financially. So all those things you're pointing out all have financial consequences that Can make stress even more unhealthy and more compounded depending on your financial health.
0: Correct.
1: Get more great advice from Lynette Calfani Cox at AskTheMoneyCoach.com. Also, check out MoneyCoachUniversity.com, a free enrollment, video based platform where you can get better educated about your money and finances. Also, if you have any questions you'd like me to address on the show, send an email to alfrededmondjr at gmail.com and I'll answer you on future editions of this podcast. That's alfrededmondjr, E-D-M-O-N-D-J-R at gmail.com. Or you can follow and DM me on Instagram or Twitter at Alfred Edmund Jr. This is Alfred Edmond Jr. with Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. Be sure to check out my latest free ebook: Buy, Love, Get Trouble, sell love get screwed how decisions in pursuit of sex love and relationships impact your career business and financial success at grownzone.com forward slash buy love get trouble and don't forget to subscribe to money matters wealthy thinking on itunes google play soundcloud stitcher or any other podcast directory and if you like what you hear Go ahead and leave a five star review. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. at AURN.com. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.